Hello and welcome back to Bionic. This is episode number 53. My name is Mike Curley and I am joined, as I always am, by Mr. Matthew Alexander. Hello, Michael. That was a tricky number there. It was, wasn't it? You've done very well, though. Thank you very much. So proud of you. Bending over backwards for all these Americans. Mm Mm-hmm. Try my best to speak the way they like. You should. I try my best to speak the way the Americans like. Is that your American accent? It's one of them. Can you do different regional sort of? I guess so. Not on command, though. It's quite. It's quite impressive, really. Well, I I listen to Americans so much, so it it changes anyway. So always talking. I was um, listening to an interview that our good buddy Stephen Hackett did. And if there was a list of top five worst Americans. Stephen Hackett would be on that. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm not going to argue that. Um, and he was saying about how I sound a lot more American now than I used to. Yeah. No, I didn't hear that. Well, that's because you've had the transition. He said, like, he was listening to some older shows, and uh, apparently my my uh, accent has changed a bit. I definitely say American words, right? So I say mobile. Do you really? Yeah, I say it a lot. That's disgusting. I live in the country and I don't even say that. And I pronounce things in a certain way, like beta instead of beta. Oh, yeah, well, beta sounds stupid. Well, it's, you know, the correct way to say it, but whatever. I don't think it is. Is it not? Oh, well, we, we'll ask a Greek person. Mm. Any Greek Do you have one handy? Uh, <laughs> hey, Greek guy. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> Recite your alphabet. No, not that one. <laughs> the old, the really old one that nobody uses. You must have learned it. You know, we learn French, uh, French learn English, and you learn ancient Greek. <laughs> <laughs> Big week. Big week. <laughs> Huge week. Lots of, like, lo- lo- lots of actual news to discuss this week, rather yeah. than just sort of <laughs> padding it out with baby toys. <laughs> Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, man. That the the baby toy thing kind of took off. It is, it really did. I, I'm surprised. I was expecting after that finished. I never re-listened to our shows, um, but I've listened to the past two back. Um, not for entertainment and not to sort of hear. How <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't listen to our show for entertainment. Nobody. No, I, can. I, I listened back to it to make sure I didn't <laughs> just like grossly offend someone. And I, think I realized, you always do. You always the, do. The worst, worst, worst thing we talked about last week was clown strippers. Yeah, that was the worst bit. I, it was I, really, really bad, and I felt re- I felt a lot of remorse. Afterwards. I was so uncomfortable. <laughs> when you know, I, I saw, uh, it sort of downloaded an Instacast, and I was listening with my door open, and I listened to that bit, and I literally my hand, my head was in my hands, and I just sort of got up to close the door so no one else would hear it. Do you have and, an internal filter? Like some sort of netting, or <laughs> like a lot of people, you know, or I believe that most people have, a, you know, they have a filter for the oh, things in terms that of they what you say. say. Yeah, not just like, do you have some sort of filtration system that helps purify the water that you drink? Oh, that'd be pretty useful, though. <laughs> Dr- drinking very sterile urine. Um, See, this is the. That's well, the point. Is, urine is sterile, though. Yeah, right, but isn't it? no, no, no. But my point is. You just said that, like that just came out. You were like, um, like no, I'm it's, talking- just, it's just because I'm talking to you, and and we're mates, and we we have um, 
And for American people, that's not in a sexual way. It means I think I think they call them bros. <laughs> I think Americans call call them bros. Like we, we say mates, um, any, like bros, crew. Um, is this is this your your knowledge of American slang? Yeah, bro, bros and crews, right? That's crew crews. Isn't that how that works? It sounds like crew, some sort of military organization. Crew crew bros. There's a roaming gang of bro crews. Moving through the streets of Kandahar. Homies. I think homies is one. Home, homeboy. This is going to get dangerously, dangerously out of control in a moment. No, I do have an internal um, filter. It's just um, you and I have known each other for quite a while now, and I feel I can just sort of be myself. And um, I feel much the same with our listeners who have been with us for so long. I like to think of us all as, as if we're in that bed we'll be sharing in Portland. Um, all of us wearing onesie pajamas and uh, just quietly whispering deeply upsetting things into each other's ears. I um, I uh, booked my flight today. That's very I'm, exciting. I'm, I'm very excited. I don't know if I've booked my flight. Um, you don't know if you've booked your flight. I can't remember. My brain isn't... My brain, if I were to give my brain... A percentage rating of its functionality today would probably be like a forty-five. I believe yours is about sort of a ten. Yeah, um, we both had independently heavy evenings. That's such a classy way of saying that we're both really hungover. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I was out for Terry Lucy's birthday um, and went to some sort of backdoor juice bar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> one of those hipster places that pretends to be something and then they take you downstairs to the yeah you go and you like twist a something you know a lamp or something in your juice bar and then suddenly there's some guy with an ironic mustache coming out of an ironic door covering you in orange juice and vodka it's pretty much how I, I live every night but this time there were just people with me you actually own and run one of those. It's actually your house. It's where you are right now. The podcasting's a front. It's the front for the, the juice bar. <laughs> I do it the other way around. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I like this show so much. Oh, it's good. It's good. It's weird because um, not to break through all the aud- auditory... Auditory? All the oral barriers... And rules. Um, Do you have those? Um, well, I'm saying AU. Whenever I say oral on the show, unless I say O, <laughs> just assume I'm saying AU. So. No, I would always because, because assume, I can't go that far. I would know? always assume that you are talking about oral. Uh, well, I am with an AU, and um, I forgot where I was going with this. You break oh, it. because it, because it's a Friday. We're recording on a Friday, and typically we record on a Tuesday or a Thursday. And it's Friday, and Mike has just tripped and fallen out of some sort of obsessing juice bar in the middle of London. And I was at a much more sort of uh, dignified event that ended with me getting a lot of really greasy food in the middle of the night. Um, and um, I think psychologically, we're just a bit off. You know, I had the flu this week, so that probably plays into it. You're probably, I'm surprised you're hungover because you probably had a lot of vitamins in your backdoor juice bar. Is that a euphemism? Could be. 
depends on how you want to take it, Mike. Which is... What are you doing? It's Friday, right? No, please don't. No, stop. I forgot what she actually sounded like. I forgot that she actually sounds like an evil person. It sounds like she's faking an American accent, you know, because Americans, they emphasize their R's a lot. So it's partying. Um, party. party, party and partying. And yeah. Party and yeah. Friday. Oh, I think we could get a record contract. I'm pretty sure we've already got one. <laughs> we kind of do, in a way. <laughs> Courtesy of Mr. Dan- Daniel Benjamin. Mm-hmm. The third. Um, yeah, third of his name. Um, should, we, should we actually talk about the news now? Yeah. Rather than your vitamin levels. Mm. 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 Uh, the Motorola X. We've been oh, wait, do we this. have to call it Motorola X? I think that's the name of the product. I, I think it's Motorola Moto X, right? I know they, do, they won't call it that, but I think that this phone is actually called the Moto X. Like, that is the name of it. It's not called the X or the Moto 10. You know, because apparently that's the thing. It's like, well, we're going to go by, rather than Motorola, we're going to go by Moto. And then, what's the, what's the most dangerous letter in the alphabet? Hello, Motor. They've used that for years, though. Like, that is their brand, but more than Motorola, I think. Yeah, Motor. there's a sort of, sort of weird sort of Albanian vibe going on. They used to have that that the ringtone. Do you remember their, their ringtones? All used to start. Uh, yeah, but it's it's this very sort of Eastern European thing. Let me try this one. I think I might have found one. Hello, mother. Mm-mm. What I are you need, doing? I need to actually put the volume on um, on YouTube. This is this is appalling. Shh, oral experiences shh. for everyone. Hello, Moto. <laughs> Man, that's like your. This could be your theme tune. You know, it's weird because as soon as you started playing that, like three German people just fell through my ceiling and started dancing. <laughs> should, should we just give up? <laughs> You've done it again. Like, now I can't carry on. Um. <laughs> Hello, Mortal. Please don't. Is it actually on your phone now? No, that's it's just enough video. I'm just going to leave that playing while we're uh, talking about the Moto X. Um, oh this is an absolute disaster already. Um, okay, what do you think about the Moto X? Honestly. Um, so, I've been catching up on, on the news today, really. Uh, they did. They didn't have a video, did they? No, <laughs> they did. The Verge had a video. No, 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 no. I don't mean like that. I don't mean in the fact that I refuse to receive articles uh, to read articles. Um, I mean they didn't like live stream the event or anything. No, there was no event. So that was really baffling oh. to me because I got all geared up to start tweeting about it. Um, they had like a press it, thing though, didn't they? Well, they they had lots of private events during the week. Oh, they've been doing this for a couple of weeks, you know. Yeah, well, I mean, 
I'm not, I'm not, it's not me saying you're wrong, but I just didn't know if you knew that. They've been showing. No, no, no. It to I'm people. aware. I mean, all these guys, they're, they're equipped with. They're all. I mean, like the Verge, whoever wired. They've got all these lengthy stories. The embargo lifted. At the time, we were all expecting an event to happen. So we were all expecting a video. So they did that like seven minute event for three pointless, three pointless phones. But then the yeah. one that we've all been waiting for, it's like, eh. It's yeah, you know, the, you know this is meant website. to be their iPhone moment. You know, this is like the culmination of a twelve billion dollar investment, and they yep. were meant to actually really capitalize on that and do something really mass market. Um, and the phone really is a mass market device that's going to be on all carriers. If if there was one event you were going to have, you could talk 30, 45 minutes and really tout the phone and really sell it to you, rather than relying on really embarrassing marketing. This is the one, and uh, instead they. They didn't really do anything. The website was full of misspellings. Um, they had lots of errors and inaccuracies about their own products. Dod- dodgy and, marketing, like that's what she said. Yeah, lots of really sort of weird penis jokes and stuff. Um, Not was, unlike this show, really. Yeah, no, they're, they're marketing. They were just like, well, people seem to enjoy Bionic. Basically, so, yeah, I mean, it kind of makes sense that they would look to us as a marketing platform and force. Uh, but unfortunately, it doesn't work for everybody. They just don't do it no. authentically like we do. No, because you know? we're sort of like an an organized tornado of um, sexual innuendo. And right. um, they tried to do it, and it just came across as really creepy. And it was just sort of like, oh, like my phone is all like feeling a penis or whatever. And it's like, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's like the, I think they tweeted, we've got wood. Yeah, they did, because they have a teak model and they also tweeted um it's you don't have to touch this you know touch something else uh because um you don't have to touch this or whatever and uh, that's what she said or whatever and um that's not me making a joke that they wrote that yeah i know um, i just liked how you were just totally butchering it yeah, touch well, something <laughs> there's something well, it was because I mean the, the website was just really embarrassing. You know, it was it was just the culmination of this like two year project, all sorts of money, R and D, marketing, jobs, people, whatever, and they put out a one page site. They misspelled a bunch of different words. They had used megabyte instead of gigabyte all through the marketing language. Um, they had that's what she said jokes. And they put this sort of semi-derogatory statement about uh, geeks that care about specifications at the bottom. And it was just, they have these photos, and I tweeted about this. Um, you were uh, a juice bar when we were talking about this, but um, they, they, the photos they have, it's sort of this organization, it's kind of the sort of thing you see on like Hypebeast.com, for which is sort of a streetwear fashion sort of cultural website. Uh, where they lay out stuff that would be in a bag of someone famous or something like that. Um, but bafflingly, they've laid out, it's like the, the guy is meant to carry like a bike seat, a Moto X and like a shirt. And for both men and women, they have all the clothes for the upper portion of the body, including like hats and watches and accessories, but no trousers for either one or any sort of garment to cover any sort of genitalia. It's because they've all been torn away. <laughs> Motorola doesn't get to tear away trousers. No. Well, it's not like I can really sort of say they can't. But if I was ever in a room with a Motorola executive and his ringtone started going and he tore away his trousers to dance to it, I'd I'd be pretty livid. 
You'd be angry about that. Well, it's just, you know, it doesn't do justice to it, really. So, um, it's not... I mean, the, the whole time people were talking about it going to be a budget phone, right? Well, right. There was a lot of talk about this. And it's not it's not priced as a budget phone at all. Like, no, it's priced as like a brand new sort of top end phone. One hundred ninety nine dollars on contract, which is how much you would pay for an iPhone or HTC One or something like that. Yeah. But it has the internals of like a Nexus Four. What? Yeah. What are the like? They they've got some interesting internals. Well, there, right? they call, they say they have their own sort of processor, but it's basically a Snapdragon processor. Um, that they've it's got like one or two extra cores. It, like the performance isn't isn't sort of cutting edge or anything. But that's not what they're trying to do. I mean, they're in terms of crazy, the, the crazy specifications are the things like it has twenty four hour battery life. Um, the Verge says thirteen hours quoted use time. Oh really? Yeah. So basically, it's big though, and and um, my understanding is that they decided to make some of the specs l- lower end. Like yeah. have a 720p, yeah, 720p display rather than 1080 and because and they were caring AMOLED as well, so the colors yeah. are off. Because they were caring about battery life, and I find that one, if that battery life is true, I think that that's a, it's an interesting, um, it's a very interesting uh, trade-off to make. Uh, I don't know whether it's the right one, um, but it's it's an interesting one. You know? Yeah. No. Um, I mean, it's. On the one hand, it's it's very encouraging to see a company in the Android ecosystem really exercising restraint and making decisions and allowing things not to be there for the sake of building a better mass market product. Um, I'm not sure if that's what's happened here. We, time will tell. But the sort of decision and the thought process that's gone into a lot of this stuff on paper and in principle uh, sounds quite encouraging at the very least. I'll say it that way. So it's not going to be in Europe at, at, at all. Motorola have confirmed that the X will not be will not be in any other country. I don't think you're really missing out on that much at this point. I know, but I find that really strange. And and they said they're building it in Fort Worth. Yeah, but they yes, but that then seems like a very bad business decision. Oh, it's a huge it's a huge mistake. Um, so they need to either build them here or you know build them there or maybe have a non customizable version well they do I mean it, yeah. it can only be customized on AT&T exactly. and the rest of them is just black or white so that's why I can't understand why it's only in, in the states they have said that the, this is part of a new family of devices and that they've got some really cool things that they're working on and how excited are you for the Moto X Mini and Moto X Z and, and the Moto, Moto X, X Mega yeah Moto X Note I think they made the right decision with screen size 4.7 that that's yeah, no, what they, i think, they, is I think that's spot. like the new sort of standard um and it looks quite it, it looks aesthetically it looks really quite good i like I it and, and i really like the the wood version no please don't i do no mike i like it no, mike it's nice stop you stop no so this no. is their well, no it's embarrassing it looks ridiculous because you can either have a white front or a black front um and um Neither of those would look very good with this sort of teak look on the back. And I don't think it's actual wood. I think it's just wood effect. Yeah, of course. You know? It's a piece of plastic. Right. So it looks really embarrassing. You look embarrassing. I mean, it's, it's like if you uh, broke into a basketball court 
well, just walks into one you don't have to break in. Um, <laughs> and, and you stole a piece of the parquet floor. Mm-hmm. And you got some glue and shoved it on the back of your iPhone. And you were like, oh, look at how classy and wooden my phone is. Now I can make erection jokes. And it adds nothing. Um, part of the reason why the iPhone is so attractive and the HTC One for that matter is because, and this is one of the gripes I have with the customizable Moso X, is that I get it and I get I get the appeal, and I'm I'm going to definitely be interested in sort of looking at how much it costs to do one off contract and if you can customize one off contract and all that sort of stuff. Um, but the trouble is, the iPhone does well because the the, the design is limited. It's the same with the HTC One. You know the the variables have been mitigated by very firm decision making, and uh, the Moto X by offering all these different things, it means that a lot of the products people will get, um, they'll end up being dissatisfied with them after a few months because they'll see other people's, and it's not like they're going to have the capacity to go and change everything on the phone themselves. It's not like on you know the old school Nokia thirty three tens or whatever where you can buy different fascias. Um, it's instead you're stuck with this decision and you everyone will end up getting some like neon crazy phone and then they can't really do anything about it. And I think they'd be better served if they just really focused on making a really, really attractive just one design or something like that. So I don't know. I, I think I think we have differing viewpoints on this. Um was well, because you'd end up with like some neon orange uh, phone to match your juice bar. Probably, and um, you know you would. I I would do something. Yeah, you should include a picture of your laptop in the uh, show notes. Okay, just just so people can filter their understanding of this conversation through that photo. So, I really like. I watched a video. Obviously, yeah. yeah. I watched the video. The joke is, if if people don't know this, is that I don't really like Mike's to... illiterate. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> um, I like. I don't really like to read articles. I like to watch the videos. So, like the Verge's reviews, I really like them because they have uh, videos. I don't ever read the reviews. I like to watch videos, um, but I watched a video showing the like from Motorola from their YouTube page that has the like customization thing i think it's called moto maker um yeah, it is. i like that you can like make the color choices and stuff that's cool but you can do things like you can customize the welcome message when you turn the phone on um you can i know this is silly but you can set your wallpaper before you you know so it matches before you arrive and um you can even connect your google account so it's ready when, as, soon, as soon as you turn it on, you signed in. You don't have to go through the setup process. Kind of like a Kindle. Oh, that's quite nice. And I think that that process is really cool. And shipped within... So you order it and it's shipped within four days. It'd be within four days. Yeah, that is quite nice. Or less. So um, I presume that as I live you know, within 30 minutes of the manufacturers, I bet that if I customised one, I'd get it quite quickly. You could just walk down there and pick it up. Yeah, break in, steal some wood. Uh, hey guys, Matt's here for his phone. Trousers removed. <laughs> He's uh, playing our old ringtone for some reason. It looks like he brought a disco ball. We can't quite work out why. <laughs> oh, hang on a minute. Hello, Matthew. 
that should be my next startup. Um, some sort of uh, sticky disco ball. So you can run into a room and really dramatically throw a, <laughs> a disco ball at the ceiling and it'll just stick there and glitter at everyone. Sure, man. No? Okay. I don't know. Hands-free voice commands. How excited are you? Okay, Google now. That's actually quite nice. Yeah, I like it. I think it's cool. I think it's. it's I think. I it's, think it's gimmicky, but I, sure. I like. I like being able to engage with Google Now like that. Because th- Google Now is one of the most impressive pieces of technology in our consumer sphere right now. I think that that's a really good thing to do. Like they, I've again seen another promotional video from Motorola. <laughs> I just wanted to watch the function, the functionality, like because you can't get you can't get that from an article. I wanted to see it. You know, even though it's in marketing, I wanted to see how how it works and stuff. And um, so there's like a dude and he's just been woken up and he's like, note to self, buy more coffee. And then it sets a note and it's like, no, and it's like, okay, Google now, wake me up in 20 minutes. And I just thought, you know, where it's silly, the way that they were doing it, I think that it's a pretty cool. Um, it could be quite useful. Yeah, it could be. In a very natural sort of way. But the thing that interests me the most, it's been so difficult for me to find any anything about which is this active display thing so using the amoled it like illuminates a certain part of the phone whenever you like touch the screen so you don't have to unlock it and you don't have to press any buttons so you can it you can sort of tap the phone and it gives you like a very brief like you have you can see you have like a text message symbol with three next to it so you've got like three text messages or whatever it shows you some notifications and you can press and hold and move up to go into the app and it's it gives you more of a notification like it starts to show you the text or you can swipe down to unlock and i think that's pretty cool yeah i i definitely agree um and it's it fits with what i'd been hearing and what we've been talking about is that um it was going to be just a light layer of customization just to really power all these Motorola components. Um, yeah, I think looking at the the customizations they've made, and there's one more that I want to talk about, which we'll mention okay. in a minute. But I, I think that what they have done is create the right amount of customization. Yeah, it, it sets a very good precedence for the way people should engage with their products. This is the way it should Android be done. Products. Like, if right. you're going to customize Android, you make it useful. And I feel like they've added some real useful, cool features as opposed to just, we're going to rebrand. And obviously yeah. that comes from the fact that they are now a Google company. How tied in they are, I'm still not really sure. Like, it's not, it's running, it's going to be launching with 4.2.2. Apparently, they uh, Motorola don't get any better access than anybody else, is what they're saying, and there were like internal struggles to get the the right version running. Um, one one feature that I think is ludicrous is the camera twist gesture thing. Oh yeah, where you like you hold it's it, it's going to result in so many drops, and phones. then you like twist your phone twice. And every video I've seen of a real person trying to do it, it doesn't work. The way it's been described to me is not described to me personally it's the way i read online uh, <laughs> when the motor ceo called me earlier yeah when david pierce walked into my office um basically the the general sort of uh arm movement is described as as if you're being bitten by a mosquito on your hand and you shake it off um which 
could be an innuendo, but we're not going to pursue that because we're classy um, and gentlemen. And um, yeah, so it just doesn't make any sense. And I, I can just only imagine it's going to be people dropping their phone because it's the equivalent of like uh, when you shake to undo on an iPhone. And I hate doing that because you, you have to A, like wildly, it ridiculous. B, it yeah. rarely works. And C, I feel like I'm just going to launch my phone through a window. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? I just thought that was, it was a funny image to me. There's apparently a Google Play edition coming. Yeah, at some point. it's Because it, the whole sort of, after all this, we've got this nebulous release date. Um, we yeah, got no, no details of if it's going to be available off contract. We got no details by international, although apparently that's not happening. Um, there's, there's a distinct lack of information about this. Um, so, yeah. Um, my concern with doing a uh, play edition would be, well, do we now... Do we lose the functionality that they've added? No, it would be there. It would be just like the HTC One, where they call it a Google Play edition, but it still has HTC software in there that allows those things to run. It's basically the exact way the Moto X works. Well, no, you know, but it has it's a layer, strips. a thin layer of stuff that enables this uh, differentiating functionality that doesn't, you know, inhibit the core sort of Android experience. No, but that that's interesting, though, right? Because it's not necessarily like that, because. The things that they leave in are just to make functions work, but like uh, blink feed isn't there on the on the one edition, you know? Yeah, but it's more sort of with the camera and stuff like that. Uh, are you talking about sort of like voice commands and things? Voice commands, the active display stuff, the customizations yeah. that they've made. I wonder. I suppose if they it's, it's difficult to know until that happens. Yeah. I mean, we don't really have much information right now. It's Correct. it seems ludicrous to me that virtually the extent of the information we have is this um, inflammatory product page on the Motorola site and then all these exclusives have been given to the likes of you know Stephen Levy and co. Um, they haven't done I, I when I saw that that ad um you know the uh like the newspaper ad that they took out. Right. I was really excited because I thought that they were gonna be doing a real a real nice marketing push for it and stuff. But it doesn't really seem like they've got it all together. Which is a shame. But we're going to keep our eye on this because this is a, a thing that seems interesting to, so, see, to um, see where Motorola are going. Yeah, I mean, I spoke to uh, sources familiar with the matter oh. yesterday about this, um, people that used to work on the project. And um, they were basically just saying that they thought it was a shame that they didn't try and tout the OK Google stuff more because apparently when it was in development, uh, they had originally had it, as you'd said, Hello Moto to it. Um, Hello Moto. Yeah, you had to say it like that. Um, we had to just sort of dance in front of the camera for a second before it started working. Um, no, so apparently when they originally sort of had the early prototypes, and this is you know over a year ago, um, they were demoing this as the, the very proprietary sort of technology to uh, to engage with it. And um, apparently the marketing strategy was to avoid pushing that too much because they felt it was far too close to what Apple had done, you know, years ago with Siri. Um, but it seems to me, and it obviously seems to you, that that's one of the most compelling elements of the whole thing. Um, but, um, you know, ev- evidently they've, they've decided to uh, put it off. Um, and apparently also, this is interesting, uh, the always-on listening thing is mostly proprietary for Motorola right now. Um, 
but an upcoming Snapdragon chip is going to include um, specific functionality for communicating with your phone, i.e. it can always be Allman listening. So it's exclusive to this sort of device right now in the way that it works, but it's going to become far more commonplace over the next few months. And that's all my insider info. So. Should we take a break and then talk about the Chromecast? Uh, yeah, because you, you, your, your has arrived. And I, yeah, I, my been, understanding been, is, from my sources familiar with these matters, is that you have some opinions. Yeah, I've been broadcasting all morning. And, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. This episode is brought to you by Squarespace, the all-in-one platform that makes it easy to create your own website. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code TALLYHO8 number eight now squarespace is constantly updating their platform with new features new designs and great support they have fantastically beautiful designs for you to start with and loads of fantastic style options that allow you to adjust the site to really create your own space online they have a great page building system which allows you to drag and drop elements so if you want to add a photo gallery here and you want to add some text here well you can just drag and drop them around the page it's really really easy to do squarespace take care of hosting for you so you don't have to worry about all the nastiness that comes with that take care of scaling and all that sort of stuff in case your site becomes massively popular and they make sure that all of their templates look fantastic on any device because they feature responsive web design Squarespace is really easy to use um, because they take a lot of the hassle away from you. You don't have to worry about the really well. What, the bits that I find complicated anyway, you know, like when you're looking at doing things like hosting and, and the development and stuff of the site, because they they look after that and they give you a platform where it's easy to create that stuff yourself. But they have a great support team as well in case you do get stuck with anything, and they're available twenty four seven. So. Go to squarespace.com, sign up for a free trial, check out their awesome videos there so you can see how different types of people use Squarespace to create their sites, their spaces online. And you will be able to sign up for that trial without any credit card. You just put your name and your email address in and you'll get a uh, Squarespace site set up for you to play around with. If you then want to start being a Squarespace customer, a paying Squarespace customer, their plans start at just $8 a month and they include a domain name for free if you sign up for one of their annual plans. So if you pay for a year, you'll get a free domain, which is awesome. And you'll get 10% off and help support Bionic and all of 5x5 if you use the current offer code, which is TallyHo8, that's T-A-L-L-Y-H-O, and the number 8. So go check out Squarespace, everything you need to create an exceptional website. Um, so I got quite a funny email while you were uh, just uh, talking about our good friend Squarespace. Um, I mentioned this to you uh, in passing earlier, but I met a real British person last night in Texas. Apparently they exist. Apparently. Um, I thought we were sort of an endangered species. Um, <laughs> I was going to make a breeding joke. I'm not going to. Um, you don't need to because you just did it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, so... Uh, Evidently, this this guy works in startups and everything, and he's just invited me to um, a private British get together <laughs> this evening. And apparently, it's like uh, six expats uh, from London that all live in Texas now for some reason, and they're all going to be having drinks outside. And it doesn't really make any sense because it's like 105 Fahrenheit today, which is in celsius and um yeah as i know it's just very strange um we've become this sort of tribal nomadic group of uh 
people with very particular accents. It's not that funny when I talked about this out loud. It's okay. Okay. Well, now everyone knows um, a little bit more about my life. <laughs> Great. Um, okay. Chromecast? Chromecast. Uh, arrived this morning in the mm-hmm. post. Um, and uh, my initial experience has been very positive. So um, what did you, how do you set it up then? Uh, so um, I have a Samsung TV that has um, a USB port right on the side, which is right next to uh, an HDMI port as well. You're such an Apple hater. So... Connecting and, your, uh, Chrome, your Google don't. Chromecast device to your Samsung TV. Yeah. Disgraceful, man. Just the access mm-hmm. all over again. Um, so I plugged it in. And um, it, the USB cable is long enough, and it comes with Velcro, so you can tie up so you don't see the cable, but it's long enough that it can reach really quite far. And it also comes with a plug and an adapter if you need to plug it into a wall or into an actual AC port. Uh, but for me, it, it was fine. So... Uh, plug it into HDMI, um, plug in the USB, and just switch to that input on my TV. And um, it just says, you know, my name is uh, Chromecast3387 or whatever. Um, uh, visit this website on your phone or computer. And it doesn't sort of specify what sort of computer you have to be on or anything. Uh, or phone. It's all it, it like it talks outwardly about iOS and Android and Windows and Mac on um, the box and everything. Right. And um, you go to the site and you um, it'll ju- it basically just tells you to connect to a Wi-Fi network named after your Chromecast. So you look for that. Uh, then the website will um, reload and talk to the Chromecast and just set it up and you get to change the name. So mine's just called uh, Chromecast now. Wait, I'm confused. So you, are, so I did it on my phone. I left my Mac at the office. Um, so I connected my, my iPhone was on my home Wi-Fi network. So I visited, you know, google.com slash Chromecast slash setup. Uh-huh. And then um, you, you initiate that process and then it says, you know, switch your connection now to this Wi-Fi network. So the Chromecast is broadcasting its own Wi-Fi signal. So whenever you want to use the Chromecast. No, 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 no. Wait. So you connect to it. The you go back into Safari, or I did in this situation. It uh, Safari reloaded, and it says, you know, talking to Chromecast, and then it says, what do you want to name it? Um, what your Wi-Fi details, and it it automatically filled out what it thought my Wi-Fi details got it right in terms of the SSID and everything. Uh, I just had to put in the uh, password. I changed the Chromecast name and it said, thanks very much, now you can reconnect to your Wi-Fi network. And meanwhile on the TV, it said, you know, it connected and uh, yeah, and that was it. And then it was online and ready to go. Um, so you don't have to be on its network or anything. You just have to do that the first time when you set it up. That makes sense. Well, so that would be uh, weird. Be really weird. Uh, that would have been really weird. Yeah, it would have been. Um, and then, uh, yeah, it's it's really straightforward. So I, I opened Netflix, and um, it noticed immediately that there's a Chromecast on my network. Um, so the so iOS the, app has been updated. The what? The iOS app has. Well, been that's updated. what I used. I, I haven't used my Mac with it yet. Yeah, I'm just, I I didn't know that that, that had been done. 
Yeah, so I, you open it right now on iOS. It works with the YouTube app. It works with Netflix, and it's in, about to work with a few more, which we'll talk about in a minute. But for right now, with Netflix, you just get an icon, and it says it's a lot like using AirPlay. You just you tap it, and it says, "Do you want to output to your iPhone or to your Chromecast?" And I you select Chromecast, and then on the TV, the like the typical Netflix or splash screen you'd see if you're using an Xbox 360 or something comes up. Um, and then it just sort of sits there, kind of like a screensaver, promoting a few different TV shows and stuff like that. Um, and uh, so I put on an episode of 30 Rock, and you just press play. It loaded instantly on the TV. Uh, it took just like two, three seconds. I have a quick internet connection. Um, so it went really quickly and started playing in full HD, as it normally would. And um, the nice thing is that so the Netflix app then turns into a remote control, uh, a lot like if you're using the remote app uh, for an Apple TV. Yeah. Um, and it gives all the artwork, and you can get subtitles, you can do everything, you can control it all from there. But the nice thing is you can completely close um, the Netflix app. So I'm running the iOS 7 beta, so it actually has proper multitasking and all that. So I closed Netflix altogether, and the episode kept going. Um, and then once, you, once I reopened Netflix, even from that state, it just immediately went back to the controls for the episode. And all you have to do is you press stop or pause or whatever, and it'll just go back to the Netflix screen. And it just sits there idle and just waiting for you to do whatever. So I haven't tested it with Chrome, but I've tested it with a few YouTube videos and Netflix, and it worked really, really, really admirably. And it was really nice because it wasn't sapping any battery or anything. It was just sort of my phone was free for me to use in whatever capacity I wanted to, even though I was sending videos to my TV, Um, which makes... In terms of this specific scenario, you know, obviously I wouldn't really be doing that with Netflix for an Apple TV, but I would with, you know, with YouTube and stuff like that. It's nice to be able to, you can keep browsing for videos, you can keep finding stuff, you can add stuff to your queue, you can do whatever you want um, whilst the media still happens and there's no impact on your battery or performance or your network. So, Have you done any streaming from the Chrome browser? No, because the, the Chrome app doesn't work with it yet from what I can tell uh, for iOS. Um, okay, you've not you've not tried it with the Mac. No, because it was in the office. So I'm going to do that this evening cool. uh, to test out some Flash and everything. But my my initial takeaway is that um, for thirty five dollars, obviously my whole argument about Netflix is moot now. But um, for thirty five dollars, what it does, it does really admirably in a very very sort of. It, I, I'm not going to say like go out and buy one right now because I, I need to experiment more. But um, it, it's far exceeded my expectations, I'll put it that way. Cool. Yeah, and apparently it's coming to the UK. Um, they've started adding TV shows and more media into um, the Play Store in the UK, apparently ahead of the launch. Awesome. And then... Uh, yeah, well, you can buy it here, but it's, it's going to well, be £99. Are you joking? <laughs> that's strange. So that's like $200. Like... <laughs> It's because they can't subsidize the cost with you buying uh, media from their ecosystem. Um, subsidize your cost. Sure. Um, no, but it, it, I mean, it, it doesn't push you into... The, the thing I really liked is that it's, there's nothing about it that pushes you to use uh, Google products more. It's not like the Apple TV where your options are relatively limited. Um, obviously, there's only so much you can do with the Chromecast for now, but it's platform agnostic. It works with a lot of different media uh, contingent on Chrome working quite well, um, then that opens up a huge range of possibilities. And HBO, Vimeo, Redbox, Hulu, they've all announced that they're actively working to come to um, the Chromecast to fully support it. And 
that basically puts it to the same level of parity in terms of media, aside from the iTunes store of the Apple TV. Um, which, I mean, it, can, it, it, it depends on your specific usage, um, and it's not as straightforward to use as an Apple TV, and I'm not, saying, I'm not advocating you know, getting rid of an Apple TV. I'm not getting rid of mine. Um, but I will say that for what it does, whenever I'm traveling... This is I'll I'll bring this with me because it's it, there's no hassle to use it. It works really easily and um, yeah I don't know it's really lightweight and it's sort of the size of a thumb drive. So I'm impressed so far. Cool. It's really embarrassing though. I tweeted about this earlier. All of their language they refer to so sending video to it as casting. So um, bad. Should I so read like, it? Should I read it? Yeah, read it. This is from uh, the like the setup process I assume. Like this is like the, the yeah. That, that's the final thing you see. Casting to your TV is a simple way to use your phone or tablet as a remote for your TV. To cast to your TV from your smartphone, tablet, or laptop, simply open a cast-supported app. Press the cast button, and cast and the cast button will turn blue, letting you know you're connected. Once you are connected, you can cast move videos, movies, and TV shows directly to your TV. Cast, cast, cast. It's it's like you remember so when it used to be you had to pass those crazy tests to like get an interview at Google, right? Like all those mathematic tests. I feel like this was one where they were like hiring interns and they were like, "How many times can you use the word cast in this paragraph?" This and whoever so won badly. is some sort of inhuman monster that deserves to be burned with fire and has evidently won the competition and has produced this awful piece of prose. It's just poor copywriting. Yeah. Um, I mean, luckily, it's not particularly forward-facing. Yeah. Um, but embarrassing nonetheless. But no, I, I'm. You know, I think there's been a lot of skepticism about it, and people in the Apple community, particularly, have been taking it as this very personal affront to the Apple TV that people might enjoy the Chromecast. You know, uh, they're fundamentally different. The Apple TV excels at what it does, um, which is leveraging a specific media ecosystem. And now it also provides things like HBO and Netflix. And it provides a very specific experience that's very good. Um, it obviously has a lot of room for growth, but it's 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 fundamentally different to what the Chromecast is trying to do. Um, the Chromecast is ostensibly, if you took the AirPlay functionality in iOS, made a device specific to that technology and then sort of carried it maybe one step further to, you know, make the device less um, important in the entire equation. Um, as a result, you get this product that's, you know, it's, it's, it's very basic, it's very minimalistic and spartan, um, but it's actually really capable and it's really cheap and it's the sort of thing that I can see a lot of people trying to, um, or at least trying out, I mean, it's in very much in that impulse range. So, I don't know. I, I'd, I'd suggest that if anyone's interested in this sort of thing, uh, buy one and try it out. Because, I mean, they're in Best Buys and everything in the US. And you can always return it if you don't fancy it. But um, I think for people in our, that, that enjoy the sort of thing we talk about in this show, regardless of their ecosystem, or whatever kind of company they feel whatever arbitrary allegiance to, it's something worth trying out, just f- so they can know. Cool. Yeah. Well, this has been a, we were fairly serious there for like a 20 minute stretch. Mm-hmm. Are you okay? Yes. I'm worried about you. Why? Because you're all hungover and everything. It's okay. Hello, Moto.
You okay? Yeah, there's just like German people stuttering at my door. They don't know how to burst in or not. <laughs> They're just not 100% sure they wait, heard it. Wait, are you playing it? Nope. Oh, oh, wait. Oh, oh. Oh, is it oh. more? It'd be sort of more like net nine. No, I, don't. I, don't, I can't even remember how to say yes. <laughs> what does that say? I don't, know. I don't know what that says. You know, you know you I only know how to say no in German. Yep, it says a lot. It says a lot. Um, what are you playing? Small Motorola ringtones. This is a ringtone. Yeah. Thanks so much for listening to this week's episode of Bionic. Brought to you by German Sex Tourism Bureau. Don't do that. <laughs> um, I'm just looking for... Hello please Mo- don't. You can stop now. So you can find us online. Matthew writes at 137.net, one37.net He's on Twitter. He is Matt Alexand, M-A-T-T-A-L-E-X-A-N-D. I am iMike, I-M-Y-K-E. We'll be back next week for another episode of this show. Say goodbye, Moto. Absolutely not.